Hey guys, it's Nick from A Monumental Podcast. Um, sorry we've been on hiatus for a long time. Uh, Anchor's been kind of giving us some issues with our audio. Um, I'm finally going to upload the Westerns podcast right now. Uh, there are some audio issues throughout. I cannot figure out how to fix them, so I apologize. You'll notice them uh, of us talking over each other. Uh, audio seeming out of place, but it's a really good episode, and I really wanted to get it out finally. So um, this uh, this podcast was recorded clear back in October, uh, October 4th, I believe. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoy it uh, and be looking for our new episodes coming out real soon. I promise we're going to uh, probably do, do one on an anime. Um, the holidays are coming up. We're thinking about doing something with Christmas. Um, thank you guys for your support. Thank you guys for sticking around. If you guys enjoy the podcast, let me know and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks. This time on A Monumental Podcast. John Wayne movies, period. Welcome to A Monumental Podcast, a show where we discuss the very best of the best, a variety of topics. As always, I'm your host, Nicholas Bassett, with my co-host, Kyle. Kyle, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm Kyle. How are you doing today, Nick? I'm fantastic. And with us this week is our panel of experts. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. Yeah, I've got Brett Spurgeon here, uh, Red Dirt Cyclone on the Twitter. And uh, Jared Smith, uh, my Twitter is uh, most common name, too. Awesome. Welcome, guys. We're really excited to have you guys on the podcast this week because uh, you guys seem to be the most, you are guests that were the most into this podcast so far. Like, we had some, we had, we've had some really good guests so far. But when Brett said that he had a spreadsheet, <laughs> I got really, I got really excited. So oh, I got nervous. I'm really, I'm really excited for this. <laughs> I'm really excited for today's episode. I was sitting there like, I'm about to get shown up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, we're introducing a new segment this week. Uh, 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 Kyle, I'll let you take that away. Uh, go ahead. So, we asked you on Twitter to set in your own Mount Rushmore according to last week's episode. Nick, what what we do last week? Last week's episode was uh, One Hit Wonders. Oh my goodness, and I was there. Yeah, you were there. Oh my goodness. Shoot. Well, I got a nice list from one lucky fan by the name of the Mighty Proosh, and his Mount Rushmore was, again, Jumbawamba by Tub Thumping. We mentioned that one. I was actually mad about this one, uh, Butterfly by Crazy Town. I'm mad I didn't think of it. I remember doing that song for the lip sync competition back at our hometown's uh, home festival, the Pufferbilly Days. It was very cringeworthy, and if anyone's listening who has that tape, please burn it. <laughs> he also mentioned Woot's There It Is by 95 South and My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. Good list there, Mighty Proosh. Awesome. Okay. So for those of you that haven't listened to the show before, here's how it works. For every episode we do, we choose our Mount Rushmore of a certain topic, share and discuss. Now, regardless of how you feel about the monument itself, Someone thought a long time ago that these four presidents deserved their own mountainside monument. So for this episode, we'll be discussing Westerns. The criteria for this episode was any Western movie from the modern or classic era 
qualified to make the mountain. So, gentlemen, which Westerns deserve their own mountainside monument? And as always, I have rolled to see who goes first uh, in the pre-recording. And uh, first up, we have Brett. So, Brett, just share your first head of your monument. All right, well, number one for me, and I think it's the best Western ever made. Um, you got John Ford, you got John Wayne, and that's The Searchers. I don't think you can get better than that movie. So the searchers that's general on, is my top my top head. Was that your that is that's that's on my list too. Is that your uh is that your top John Wayne movie of all time then? Yeah, yeah, that's number one. I think I think it's the best Western ever made. John Wayne got his, you know, he got his uh, Oscar for true grit, but but that was more, I think, as uh, hey, here's your Oscar. You should have got yeah. it for the searchers. <laughs> it was his uh Oh, was uh, it Leonardo DiCaprio who got it for the Revenant, where he just kind of felt like they just gave it to him just to get him to shut up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so the searches was on my list is is part of my is part of my rusher too, and um, you know, the thing that you're you're very correct, and it's it's hard to get better than than that film uh, because I mean, it was it was named uh, the greatest American Western by the American Film Institute in 2008 and placed 12 on the same organization's list in uh, the greatest movies of all time in 2007. So if that doesn't qualify for a greatest Western of all time, um, you know, I, I don't know what else does. And surprisingly, it only won one Golden Globe. It, it, was, it only won? Yep. Really? Yeah, it was on, it's on my list, too, so I kind of did a little deep dive on it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, yeah, it, it only won the... One Golden Globe, which is super surprising to me. I mean the the thing about this the the thing about this one for me though is this that the the big reason why I got on my list was the score and the and the cinematography alone uh, gets this film on my mountain. I mean it's the 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 shot of him of John John Wayne uh, character at the end of the at the end of the movie where he looks in and sees the family reunited and then he turns around and walks away. It's just a silhouette and the door closes ending the movie. It's just a perfect way to end oh, the movie. Such an iconic scene um, too. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, the thing, go ahead. And I think filming in Monument Valley, Utah, I've been out there and that's one of the most beautiful places in the world that really adds to it. You know, with all the, the mesas and the plateaus, mm -hmm. I just think all around, Everything about that movie is perfect. Well, Utah's just beautiful. Let's just put that out there to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they love shooting uh, westerns there. I mean, they shot so many of those uh John Wayne movies from that era there. Well, how many John Wayne movies got shot out there anyways? Oh, there'd have to be at least three or four. I off the top of my head, I don't know the the number, but I mean, if you watch a lot of those, you can you can see the same you know background in all of them. Mm -hmm. And that that's something that you really notice about John Wayne movies is is the yeah. scenery in all of them. I mean, it just they're always showing these amazing backdrops to them, and you just and you just sometimes you just want to pause the movie and take a look at it and see just how real the scenery is because in a lot of in a lot of those old western movies you can tell that it was filmed on a set and the and the backdrop is mm -hmm. a fake backdrop but with a lot with a lot of the john wayne movies it's yeah. real and that's what i that's what i love about his the his 
his style of, of movie. Yeah, a lot of the really early westerns, like the ones that are kind of hard to watch, <laughs> even even some that he's in are like that. They just have really cheesy backgrounds and yeah, so they definitely did a lot better job uh, through the late 50s and 60s of changing that. I'd almost go ahead and say the 50s and 60s is like the golden age of westerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. I actually looking at my list right now. Most of mine are from the sixties. Yeah. Same same here with mine. And, and John Wayne played such an asshole in that movie, which is you know, not something he did a lot in Westerns. So that that one always uh sticks out as something a little different. He you know, the way he played that character. Oh, I love asshole John it Wayne. Shows his, like yeah. asshole John Wayne's the best. It shows way. his acting chops. What's the what's the one John Wayne movie where he uh, he talks to that kid that can't swim and he just tosses him into the river? Oh, that's uh, drawing a blank too. El Dorado, isn't it? I think it's El. Yeah, yeah, I think it's El Dorado. I I love I love seeing that online where that GIF online where you can see him. Some people like edit it, so it's like like for instance, last like last night. We would put Iowa State's logo on John Wayne's head and OU's logo on uh, on the kid's head and showing him tossing him into the river. Yeah. Uh, it is the movie Hondo where he does that. Oh, okay. That was way off. Hondo. It's okay. I, I had a look Big it up. Time. So no, no harm, no foul there. <laughs> That's okay. I, I don't think I've seen Hondo I all the way either, through. actually. I just know the scene. I heard no. part of that, that scene that was after he throws the kid in, and uh, what the mom comes like, oh, how, why'd you do that? Oh, he's gonna learn how to swim, and then she mentions later, well, I don't know how to swim, and he just <laughs> looks at her, and she just runs away. <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot! Let's just start talking about John Wayne movies, folks, because who doesn't love a good John Wayne movie? Oh, John Wayne movies are excellent. Um, I have a, I, I, I have, I don't want to get too much into John into the John Wayne movies because I've got a couple on my list, so I don't want to spoil anything from my list, but John Wayne was such an iconic character for me growing up because that's, these these type of movies were these were the movies that I would sit down with my dad mm-hmm. and watch just every all the time, and and it was just he, he introduced him to me at such a young age and we had like this whole huge box set of John Wayne movies and and I would and I would flip them in and I would just watch them on repeat. All oh, the I did time. the same thing with my mom. We used to watch John Wayne movies all the time. Sometimes my dad be there. He was a railroader, so he'd be back every like couple other days. <clears throat> awesome. All right, Jared, what is uh, well, your? Well, uh, I'm gonna continue the John Wayne talk here and uh, enter my first uh, monument as a uh, true grit. Um, you guys talked about that earlier about him winning his Academy Award for that. Um, it's just a shame that they remade this and even tried to remotely come close to being as good as the original. Well, isn't the, uh, the remake stays a little closer to the book, if I recall. So, What's a book? so that's where, that's where, I'm... <laughs> uh, some paper thing. So that's where, time. oh I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think they printed wor- words. Is that what they're called? Words? Hmm. Maybe. So this is where we're gonna. Where's this? Is where we're gonna get in a little discussion because um, the modern True Grit, like the 2010 remake, is actually on my uh, mountain. It's on my. It's on my list. That's unfortunate. 
I I thoroughly enjoy. Well, well, I thoroughly enjoyed it because I, I like I like movies that that are able to stick to source material, and they did a great job. And I've read the and I've read the true because and it's because I loved the original True Grit so much mm. that I read the book, and and the book is an excellent is an excellent read, and it doesn't and just because. The original, the original True Grit is so different from um, the book. Doesn't take away from it at all. I just like movies okay. that stick to source material, and and I just thought it did a very good job of sticking to the source material. I feel like that um, Jeff Bridges played more of a drunk than John Wayne did, and in the book, I mean it 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 describes in how much of a fucking drunk. Uh, Not just a regular drunk is. either. He's a fucking drunk. <laughs> Yes, I actually I called my dad up when I was trying to get some help with this list, and I got talking to him about True Grit. He goes, "You know, one thing I can't stand about the original True Grit is Glenn Campbell's acting. It just sounds like he's literally just reading his lines." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not he's not very good in that one. No, he's not. I went through and like watched a few clips, and yeah, let's just say my dad was right about that one. He, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds pretty scripted. Um, what I, what I really liked about, um, about, uh, the True Grit, uh, the modern one is that, uh, um, the guy that plays Lucky Ned Pepper did a really good job at, um, uh, uh, not recreating, but like, it was almost an identical match to, um, Robert shoot, Duvall. what's his name? Robert Duvall. I mean, they just the 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 they both did such a good job at that, and there's almost no disparity between the two. I would just like to say John Wayne did a better job at yelling "fill your hands, you son of a bitch." <laughs> like, it was oh, kind of yes, disappointing yes. hearing that in the remake. It's like, no, sorry, John Wayne did that scene way better. I, I would agree. I would agree. Um. But yeah, no, that, that's definitely a that's definitely a good pick to to have on 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 the list. I, I I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah, maybe I need to pick up this thing you guys call a book and uh, <laughs> read read the True Grip book. Maybe I'll. Uh, maybe I'll... Well, if you don't like reading, just get it on yeah. audiobook because that's what I did. Well, might have to check I think that to out. me though that courtroom scene, that courtroom scene with John Wayne is a million times better than the courtroom scene in the new one. I think that 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 pushes it over the top. How so? I love that courtroom scene. Yeah. How so? He loves it. What's that? Stutter. (laughs) Well, I just want to know. I just want to know how, like, the way John Wayne, the way John Wayne says, you know, a gun that's loaded and not cocked isn't good for anything, or or was it a gun that's cocked and not loaded? I don't know. That that scene is hilarious. Yeah, (laughs) I got. I love I when that. they uh, he, he asked him how many guys he's killed and he's he's like, Oh how many uh just Indians or what? And the guy goes, Oh well let's just narrow it down to how many you've killed. The, the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> he he asked, he goes, he says, shot or killed. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Shot or killed. Well, let's just make it a more manab- yep. manageable number. So um for a while, there, there's a. This is a small. This is a small part in the original True Grit, um, but there's a, 
there he he's he's got a he has a friend in that that shop and they named the cat uh the general sterling price and i always wanted to name one of my cats the general sterling price until i found out he was oh, a confederate no. general uh. i was like like when i get my first when i get my first cat i'm gonna name it the general sterling price but and then i looked it up like who he who he actually was and he was a pretty nasty civil war general yeah. for the confederacy maybe, so I'm like, yeah, that's probably that not a good idea yeah that they're trying to call him a pussy <laughs> That's true. That's true. Could be. Could be. I actually got a, a true grit story. It's a little humorous. So this one time, uh, we we're all over at my place. We're uh, we're watching movies, and my buddy came over with his girlfriend, and we we don't like her. She's freaking annoying. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we wanted her. Oh, tell us how you really feel, Kyle. Hold back. Tell us how long do you got? <laughs> so we wanted her to leave. But we, you know, we we didn't want to be rude to her, and we wanted to respect our friend. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, how do I get her to? Oh, I know. I just put on the original True Grit because I knew we would want to watch it, but she wouldn't. <laughs> she left. That's funny. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta Excellent. do. Excellent. <laughs> um, is real quick. So, um, uh. How do we feel about the sequel to I never Trigger, bothered the watching Godburn? it. It's okay. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely. I don't know. I, I've always, I've, I've seen, I've seen that one more than I've seen the original True Grit. But again, I feel like it's, I feel like the original True Grit is, is a way better film, is a way better film than the than its sequel, and the um, I felt like. They made it just to uh, make the Rooster Cogburn character a little more human, but in but they did a really good job of making him human in the end when he when he uh, when he rides uh, uh, Maddie back to the um, to get the uh, the venomous snake the the anti venom which okay okay <laughs> sorry I just remembered this I just remember that so when Matt this this always bothers me about this film. Is when is when she falls down the hole, and she's laying down there at the bottom of the hole, and she tries to pull herself up, and she reveals the rattlesnake. If she would have just <laughs> fucking left it alone, it wouldn't have bit her. But no, she has to take that fucking stick and start whacking at it. Hey, fight or flight, you know, dude. I mean, you know she's she's what she's a thirteen year old girl. They're not exactly always the most rational, so. <laughs> That, that's true. That's true. But you know, they they from especially in the West, they tell they tell you at a young age, if a, if if you leave a rattlesnake alone, it's not going to bite you. And I guess in a moment, I guess in a moment of panic, as you're down there in a hole, I could see how that would cause her to panic. But still, that just bothers me. That it just bothers me. <laughs> You know what? She should try out for Alice in Chains because she's down in a hole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. <laughs> but um, yeah. If if you see a rattlesnake and you don't try to grab it or something, I mean, what are you even doing? I mean, you got to try and mess with it a little bit. Come on, nut, nut up or shut up. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> Steve Too Irwin soon. made his living off of that. Yeah. 
<laughs> Dude, it's it's been it's been uh, what? Yeah, it's, it's been what? two years. It's been longer it's than been. that. No, I'm saying yeah. he made his living off of grabbing venomous snakes, and he did. He was he did a good job at it. I'm not saying that it's. I'm not saying. I mean, it wasn't even a snake. Yeah, that, that is definitely him. not the way that everybody thought he was going to go out. Stingray. I actually remember exactly where I was when I found out that he died. Uh, I was in, uh, I was in Old Boone, Iowa, the old hometown, and I was crossing the railroad tracks right by, uh, I think, was that Sacred Heart? I'm, it was by the water tower that's white and has the green stripe around it. That's where I was okay, when I, I found you. out the Steve Irwin died. Oh, you think he would have been good in the nice. Western? And I would Steve Irwin it. in a Western. I don't think so. There was only there's only one Western that I've seen that's taken place in Australia, and that's mm-hmm. quickly down. Uh, quickly there's down. There's a lot of Australia. There's a lot of great Australian westerns. A lot of great ones. I need a. I guess I need. I guess I need to look into look into Australian westerns because I, that's the that's the only one I've the seen. Man from Snowy River. That's a great movie. Mm, I've heard of that. Never never watched it though. The man. The <clears throat> yep. The man from Snowy River. I will. I will. Are there yeah. any other Put countries that, that make list. westerns? Like Italy. Are there English westerns? Um. So. 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 So they do. Um. So in my in my research for this, in my research for this, I was looking up, looking up. You know, the greatest movie, greatest westerns of all time, and mm-hmm. so yeah. you'll oh, know yeah, you have Italy. spaghetti westerns. <laughs> but then they have like, <clears throat> but then they have like, I I think it's like they're either it's either called sushi westerns or like oh, yeah. rice westerns yeah, wow. where they're made in yep. Japan. Like there's like there's one like there's one apparently there there's apparently there's one really good Japanese western where it's like an extremely good film. I didn't bother to watch it, but I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try try to. But apparently <laughs> it's one of the yeah, Best I don't know about you. Well, doing research for this, I realized there's a lot of westerns I still need to watch, and I still didn't have time to watch by the time of this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle and I were talking how we how we spent like twenty bucks in movie rentals on YouTube to watch to watch <laughs> a bunch of westerns this week. Uh, yeah, in it was a good week, this. partner. <laughs> <laughs> I only had to rewatch one. The rest of them I pretty much have seen enough All times right. that. I didn't really have to rewatch them. Uh, which are one we going you, with our which next? One did I don't want to spoil it. Okay, okay, then we'll 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 come back to that one because uh, all right. So we're changing up the order this week, and I'm going to go next. Um, so we've already talked about. So we've already talked about. I've already talked about True Grit, uh, and we talked about the Searchers. So I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to uh-huh. go with. Uh, the Cowboys, uh, another John, one of the few another he John dies film. This one, it's it's yeah yeah. I, I don't know how many how many John Wayne movies he dies in, but this one is this is in my top five films of all time. I I, I love this film. Uh, it's a great coming of age story. Um, these young uh, for those of you who have seen it, these young schoolboys. Learn to become, <clears throat> learn to become men. 
Why are you eating Sorry, shit? Shit in my throat this afternoon. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. Um, but these uh, uh, Will Anderson, Zarane uh, uh, Chance of Banners, banded him for a gold rush. And these boys, boys learn all life lessons about life and death and hit milestones along the way from flirting with young trail prostitutes to having their first drink. But it's not just the boys who learn to become men along the way. Will, Will Anderson be, uh, gets his second chance at raising these young boys after, after losing his two sons uh, at, a, at a young age. And he tries to learn to what it means to become a good role model and a father to these young boys. Um, and it's your typical Western. It's got everything from a cattle drive to cattle rustlers to an epic shootout and the climax of the film. Um, the story is compelling and heartwarming with darker tones and lighter jokes along the way. Um, it's got it's got Roscoe Lee Brown as Jedediah Nightlinger, um, uh, who was an excellent addition to the film, and him just him just these 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 boys had never seen a black man before in their life, and him just fucking with them the entire time about about him being black is is hilarious. Um, a big reason why this one made my mountain is because uh, it taught me lessons as a young man. Um, and that, uh, and there isn't a time I, I don't look back at my childhood and I can't think of a time I could relate. I couldn't relate to these kids. Um, and it's super quotable. Uh, probably for me, it's one of the most quotable on my list. Uh, I think, I think my favorite, my two favorite quotes from the movie are when John's talking to the, uh, to the man with the long hair, uh, the bad guy, the cattle rustler, and he goes, I've had my hip broke once and my back twice. And on my worst day, I could beat the <laughs> hell out of you. I love good John Wayne one-liners, man. Friggin' love that. And then uh and then he and then Britt can probably confirm this because he does a lot with he does a lot Hello. with uh, uh farm animals too, like I do, but uh but uh John John Wayne he goes he goes he goes a cow ain't nothing but a bunch of trouble tied up in a leather leather bag. <laughs> And a horse ain't much better. And working and and when I was young, and on a farm working with cows and stuff, you know, and hearing all the stories from my dad, mm-hmm. that is so close to the truth. It's not even funny. I think a good life lesson from that film is, uh, if your buddy loses his glasses in a herd of cows, he can go get it. Don't don't be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, that's that's actually one I need to rewatch. I haven't seen that forever. Uh, it's kind of hard to actually remember most of it to be honest with you uh, it's, it's such it's such a good movie the I, the I, I, just, I just don't know how to I don't know how to, to, to describe it to, to, to those that haven't seen it uh, it's again we go we go back to the, the typical John Wayne movies of mm-hmm. the, the scenery and the backdrops and everything um, and and this is one of those movies where um, you know, it made like it made me want to go on a cattle drive when I was younger, and I'm not sure I want, right. why I would want to subject myself to that torture. But I uh, quickly looked it still. up while you were talking there, Nick. It looks like there is 14 movies in which the old Duke meets his maker, uh, but it looks like there's only like seven or eight. I haven't gotten like a confirmed number, but seven or eight where you actually like see him die. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he gets he gets shot like five or six times in this film uh, by one by one guy, and then he and he lives through the night, which is 
which is uh, almost near impossible, you know, if it's a movie. Um, um, this movie I just found out doing my research was actually a um, was actually a uh, a book too before it was a movie. Um, I haven't read this. I have not read this film, but uh, uh, I have not read this this book book. But it was a um, uh, it was a yeah. book before a film. So I might have uh, to go back another and watch fun that fact I I read about John Wayne when when I was looking up some of these movies from 1929 to 1939. He made 75 movies. Isn't that crazy? What? He, what? He was, he was in 75 Good. movies from 1929 like to 30. Or... I actually, I went through and counted. I didn't count the ones that he was uncredited. Because mm. a lot of them said, you know, background, whatever, uncredited. I, I didn't even count those. That's insane. Good Lord. That is insane. Can you imagine an actor trying to do that nowadays? The production time alone on movies is insane insane nowadays, and I just can't imagine someone being able to do that within that short amount of time. I think the person that's close, the person that is closest to getting that is like The Rock. For sure. Sammy Rock now, like the modern. He is in everything. Nah. No, not uh, even the close. rock in a, in a western. That would be hilarious. I'd watch it. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would probably watch it too. <laughs> I don't what? know you, if you, I you, could. I don't you, know if I could. I just seeing, just seeing, just seeing that guy, that guy in big and <laughs> that big burly guy in chaps and a cowboy hat. Would, Nick, look me dead would, in the face and say I told you. To Let's go to the movie theater and see The Rock in a Western. You wouldn't be like, yeah, let's go do that. Because we have gone, like, we have some tradition every Sunday, Nick and I would go to the movie theater and we would just watch, just watch a movie. Because what sounds good, let's go watch it. And we watch some questionable stuff. (laughs) So I will say the newest uh, Predator movie was good, Fight Me. But let's not get too off topic. That's new- not oh, absolutely. <laughs> you could call you could call Walking Tall a Western. It is Western themed. The There's Rock. a lot of movies I was kind of thinking about where it kind of crosses that line. Uh, okay, so let's go. Let's go with our let's go let's go with our our, our lightning round question here because we had a lightning round last week, and so what is. What is the best hmm. Western that you've seen that's not your typical Western? Not your typical uh, how Western? Do I fa- how do I want to phrase that? Like, like Brett and I, yeah, what's your not your tradition? What's the, what's the best non, non-traditional Western? Because, like, Brett and I, we kind of had the discussion whether it or is. not Star Wars is a Western or not. I would say the... Or- See, and I the, disagree. It's a space opera. The prequel trilogy is a space opera, but the original trilogy is a Western. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. The the original okay. the original Star Wars is most definitely a western. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's on the frontier. They got outlaws. They got cantinas. The uh, the outlaw who is definitely Han Solo, the outlaw in that movie, wants really nothing to do with what's going on, but he just he just can't leave, and he ends up saving the day. I I can see mm, it more yeah. in A New Hope. Than the other two, 
but I, I just can't. I just can't see like the Empire Strikes Back as a Western. I cannot see the Return of the Jedi as a Western. I can definitely. I could. I could. I can meet you halfway with a New Hope, but I. I, I just. I couldn't. I couldn't see it as a. Now, see, I, if I, they I just would have wore some cowboy hats, I would be all in. All right, somebody take the time to edit all the original <laughs> trilogy, and they all just have cowboy hats. Because they, they have tauntauns, so they're riding, quote-unquote, a horse. Mm-hmm. There's a bar scene in A New Hope, so let's just say they're drinking whiskey. But there's no cowboy hats. The three criteria to be a Western. They almost had it. There so- you go. <laughs> um, so close. But yet so far. Okay, um, Kyle. Well, we've been kind of going your, the John your Wayne head? route what's this on, uh, rotation. So I'm going to say my favorite John Wayne movie, which is uh, McClintock. I think this movie is so damn funny. It has some of the most quotable John Wayne lines of all time. Uh, my favorite one, I actually have a coffee mug. Well, I used to. It broke. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite line of the entire movie. And he just comes out of his house and he's like, don't say it's a good morning or I'll shoot you. <laughs> Best fucking line from that movie. Uh, my only like, grief with the movie is, like with most Westerns, there is a bit of like uh, some sexist undertones there. But we're going to move aside from that. We, let's, let's just acknowledge it and push it to the side. But... but- right. But, and you know, the, it's a, a lot of these films were a product of their time. So, that, I mean, there it was... It was, you know, I wouldn't, I don't want to say it's socially acceptable to be like that back then, but like they're, they're, they're made, they're made in a time era where, you know, you could go off and slap a woman and uh, it, that's and no one would care. Nowadays, that's, uh, that's not okay. I think that used to be okay. Nice to know we've gone, you know, we, we, how far we've come there. Um, my favorite, my favorite line from that, that one. Uh, Kyle is when they're just before the mud fight, they're they're standing mm-hmm. there and they're they're talking. He's like, yeah. he goes, "I'm not gonna hit you. I'm not gonna hit you." Even ya. like the music the as they're like sliding down. Is that... <laughs> That's so good. And also the drunk Indian. This nice party. Where's the whiskey? <laughs> this guy's just lit and looking for whiskey. Where's the, the whiskey? Honestly, he's the unsung hero of that movie. Most relatable by by far. There's also that <laughs> lovely also party. Like the, the no of July party where we go you know, his wife comes up to him and he's just like, "Oh my goodness, you smell like beer." Well, naturally, I'm drinking beer. <laughs> and they all like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. And then he, and then he proceeds to chase her around the fair with the oh fair to give God. her a paddling. Uh, I'm glad you put that on your list, Kyle. I love, I love that movie. That, that one makes me uh, laugh every That one's actually time. my mother's favorite uh, John Wayne. That's movie. why I really like in cinema in general. If I can, if I can laugh while I watch the movie, that's time well spent. Uh, actually. Another personal story here. Awesome. So you know uh, John Wayne's daughter in that movie. It starts out, and and she's with that real Melvin character, that total just dweeb and a half. Yes. <laughs> Mom used to always like look at him and say, "See that? 
Yeah, he's exactly like your sister's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> your sister had this guy she dated, and he was just a dweeb, and uh, we did not like him. So we always described him as that, as that guy. That's uh, funny. I want to punch that guy. <laughs> the movie character, not the actual boyfriend. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. They might be. Hell, he might be a time well, traveler, just like they can be the same person. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> okay. Back to the top of our uh, order here. So, uh, Brett, your I made second the decision. Head. I'm only going to put one John Wayne movie and one Clint Eastwood movie on my Rushmore. So, I'm going to give you my Clint Eastwood movie and that's Unforgiven. Yeah, that one to me, I think it like flips a script on every Western, I think, ever. And you know, that line when uh. After uh, after he shoots Gene Hackman, and Gene Hackman goes, I was building a house. I don't deserve this. And John or Clint Eastwood looks at him and says, deserves got nothing to do with it. You know, that line to me, that movie, it's just a great movie. I don't think I've ever actually seen Unforgiven. Oh, man, you got to watch it. It's I'll add to my list. I, so, 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 un, I, so Unforgiven was one of the films that I rented to specifically research for this for this this uh, this podcast episode, and uh, so I'll be honest with you, like for the in the first hour of the movie, I was very bored with it. Like I was just I couldn't get into it. But as as it, everything started coming together, and and the story progressed, the the things in the beginning of the movie started making started adding a little more to the depth of the movie. And I completely agree with you, Brett, that this is a, that it was a, it's a very good film. Yeah, and, and, and there's no it. good guy. You know, there's no good guy. There's no real bad guy. Um, there's terrible people, but, you know, it's just. They're just guys. Which guys. I think is great. You know, oh, too yeah. Many, too many Westerns fall back on the theme of the, you know, the good guy in the white hat versus the bad guy in the black hat. And, and there's uh, an ugly guy, too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, I, I I agree with that sentiment that that there there was that and that was where I was kinda like waiting for when I was watching the film was uh waiting for that, you know, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. But there was and that mm-hmm. never came. And that's kinda where I that's kinda how I why I liked it. Um and it was very surprising for me to see Morgan Freeman in this film. Uh, I've yeah, never seen Morgan Freeman see in a Western right before. now. Morgan and good Freeman Lord, in a Western? he was great. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Morgan Freeman. He's good yeah. in everything he, he does. Was, he was. He's really good in the film. That's a good Kyle. point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, think I've ever seen got, Morgan Freeman in a movie and been like, "Ah, oh, man, this guy, <laughs> this guy sucks." Uh, I'm just gonna leave the theater. You know yeah, the movie. The movie's got Clint Eastwood. It's got Morgan Freeman. It's got Gene Hackman. It's got Richard Harris. You know, yeah. That's a that's a hell of a lineup for uh, your top four bill. Oh, for sure. I'm pretty surprised this is the for Clint Eastwood sure. movie you picked. Ah. Uh. So the oh so the our, so Kyle our our theory that that. 
the one film that the one film Darn. That we thought would be we'll on everyone's list <laughs> uh, is not on there. Oh well, we will get into that. All one. right, so my next one up. Okay. This is the one I had to uh, Jared, rewatch. Your second. I, hit. I honestly don't think I got through it when it came out back in the nineties, but uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Had, it's honestly like from the time it came I've, out till I've never last seen weekend, I would have been like, uh, eh, it's whatever. But after rewatching it, um, you can see why it won uh, seven Oscars. And it's just a great, great movie. Again, like with the, the scenery and the, the locations where they shot, it's just a uh, beautiful background for the movie. Now, that's probably my favorite Kevin Costner movie right there. Yeah, it's, it's definitely up there. I've never, yeah, I've never seen it. I guess I need to, that's what I, I'm adding this one to my list because I've never seen it before. I always thought it was like with, because you, you, you see Dances with Wolves and no. like, I always thought you, it was partner, like a cheesy love story, but apparently that's not it. I like that scene. I like that scene in the movie where uh, the Indians are starting to like come and visit him. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, he gives them coffee. And they give them the sugar cube, and they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> they just start dumping it in there. Yeah. There's the one Indian that just like slam dunks it in the other one. Yeah. <laughs> guy, that guy's just like, "What are you doing, dude? Don't, don't throw that in my drink." Yeah, that's definitely uh, worth watching uh, or or a rewatch. Um, if if we're ta- if we're talking um. If we're talking like Dances with the Wolves uh, and and not your typical Westerns, um, uh, The Last Samurai with uh, Tom oh, Cruise really? uh, is basically just mm-hmm. a Japanese version of that movie. Yeah, when uh, Avatar I, came from out, what I, from what it I also got compared to Dances with Wolves as far as just yeah. taking the like exact storyline, you know, and just oh. in a different setting. Yeah. Me. It'll just be on the river. It was man. Dances with Wolves and Pocahontas. I think there's basically. probably a gazillion movies that, you know, use that same storyline. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not the most original one, but I would definitely say Dances with Wolves does it the best. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. South Park does a, does a Dances with Smurfs parody of it. Well, doesn't it like the movie uh, Dance with Wolves? It stays pretty true to like Indian culture. It's awful. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm I've no expert it, on so I, I, you that either. To, but you I would have to be the think on this one, it Jeff. is because I, I know one of the things I like that they get into in that movie is the fact that uh, you know, like when Indians would, uh, or I should say, Native Americans. Sorry, PC police. <laughs> Native Americans uh, when they would kill the buffalo, they would use every piece of the buffalo. Mm-hmm. Like, as you watch the movie, you see them do that. Like they got like jugs made from like skin sacks and things like that. Yeah, it's like, damn, resourceful. And, and that's where I think westerns do a lot better job of 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 things than other movies is attention to details, uh, because we go into every single one of these films that we'll talk about, and you'll see. These, these small attention to details that these directors do and these actors do and the sets, the sets and the props and everything, um, which is which is why I think West, I, which is why I would like to see 
the Western make a comeback. Um, uh, and we'll get into like a mod- more modern Westerns a little bit later because I have a I have a couple modern Westerns on my on my honorable mention fifth presidents uh, that will that will mention. Uh, but well, uh, we were sort of talking like about see, the light around like non traditional Western. Western. Then we got real caught up on Star Wars. Do we want to pick that back up? Um, I honestly can't think of another. The only non-traditional Western that I can think of would be the the Last Samurai, because uh, basically, but it's I wouldn't really consider it a Western either. Uh, for me, so I would say I, I, I don't really have uh, Kill any, Bill Volume uh, Two. A good comment I would on put that it one. as a non-traditional Western, just because you can tell that Quentin Tarantino grew up with westerns and just put uh, a lot of influence of his love of westerns into that movie. Hmm. Yeah, that's I can see that. It's been a while since I watched that though. So, yeah, I don't think I've watched it in a couple of years. It's been one of my favorite movies, actually. I like that you say film because if you truly watch film. those movies, you don't just watch one and then the other one some other time. You watch it back to back like an adult. <laughs> 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 well, some adults don't have time to sit down and watch six hours. I of remember a film. that time our buddy Brian he woke Kyle. up and he just like walked into the living room and it was like five o'clock in the morning. I'm just sitting there just watching Kill Bill, and then like later he he, he talked to me. He was like, "Yeah, I didn't really know if I should like question it or not." I'm like, "You shouldn't. Don't ever question. Don't ever question when I'm watching Kill Bill, Brian." Was that? No, that was an awful night. We were watching Harry Potter. Was that the night that you drank the whole box wine? I don't drink wine anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's probably a good thing. Uh, uh, Kyle, for for those who want to know the story, Kyle drank an entire box of wine on his own (laughs) that night. And it was like $50 wine at the bottom of the shelf. Oh, yeah. And I went from like (laughs) one to on the floor needing to pass out in maybe like an hour. Yeah. Sad. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I guess it's my turn again. Uh, and this one should come no, to no surprise to anybody, but, uh, well, the, the final head that is on my list, uh, is the good, the bad, the ugly. Absolutely. Probably one of the most perfect Westerns of all time. I mean, uh, it's the third, it's the third, it's, you know, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's one of the perfect westerns, and it's the third film in the trilogy of the Dollars trilogy, and it just culminates to this huge, epic finale where the three, where where Clint Eastwood, Eli Wallach, and Lee Van Cleef are just staring each other down that graveyard, and the trumpets and the staring, and just the the final act of that movie is oh, some I of the best the music really cinematography and music yeah. that it totally relies on it but like it and... adds so much like i remember this i rewatched it for this uh for this podcast i remember just sitting there just going man i just want to pick up my guitar and just learn <laughs> to play this because this is so cool 
Sergio, Sergio Leone's ability to, to tell a story with music and lack of dialogue is second to none. Because if you go back and watch that movie, there's only like, there's only a few parts of the movie where there's like an extraneous amount of dialogue mm -hmm. and the rest of it is just done, done by by music and visuals and everything. And That's, the way so they can is, tell uh, the story is the good, and, the bad, and, and, and capitalize on that is video. amazing. <laughs> I think that's interesting that you say that because a uh, lot of the old older yes, movies, I will, even I will, just I will say not yes. even just any type of movie, not westerns. Uh, there's a lot more spaces in a movie when they don't have dialogue compared to now, where it's you know I don't know if it's because of just how we are as people who watch movies now, but it's always something going on. You know, our attention spans have changed over the years or or whatever, but. There's no big long pauses like that in movies anymore. Yeah, we had uh, paid attention to that as well when we were watching. I made my girlfriend watch uh, one of my picks together, and we were kind of comparing movies then to movies now. And we had talked about the long pauses and you know just the stuff that gets a little more drawn out. And you know, she was kind of questioning, like, yeah, yeah, a lot of this gets drawn out. And I'm just like, it teaches you patience. <laughs> And no CGI either with Westerns. So I, I dig that. I dig that so much. That yep. it's, it adds like a rawness to it that I love. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely why they're, it's brings up, you know, when you watch them, it kind of takes you back to, I mean, I don't and, know how and, old you guys are, but, you know, the 80s and 90s watching these movies, that was the normal thing. You know, there wasn't CGI as much. So it kind of takes you back to, you know, your younger days, I guess. And that's where, and that's where I like. Mm -hmm. That's where again, I really like the Cowboys. Was they're they're actually driving the cattle in that film. Like they're 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 moving the cattle with horses right. and everything, and and they didn't use they didn't fall back on CGI cattle. Uh, now with that to, cattle drive, that, they those cattle to, you know, uh, manual do a cattle drive to film <laughs> to make that film. I say manual. <laughs> probably automatic. Probably well. Yeah, they will be right. manual because they so that brings up a, because a, it was automatic. Question. I was watching Dance with Wolves. Say, hey, go here, and they go there. How did they do the buffalo scene? Now that I think about it, were those real? Like, did they have an actual huge herd, oh. or did they do some kind of camera trickery? I wonder. I'd... Probably look that up. Yeah, because you can tell when they when they're shooting I the buffalo bet, that it's like it the same. Camera. I bet you it was camera. They just camera play like trickery. the same one falling down over and over from like different angles. I always kind of like that. When you just catch it, it's the same yeah. scene, but just over and over again. Like, Somebody yeah. knows a lot with the Westerns, actually, is they'll just replay the same scene right. over and over. Yeah. I think the one thing about classic Westerns, though, is it, for me that, mm -hmm. that is, it's hard, not hard to deal with, but the one thing that I notice is, is the dramatic dying of everybody. Like, yeah. Is, oh, and is, they take out you like get an shot, entire they fence their when chest it and they fall too. backwards and they take What's five minutes to die. Favorite, when, <laughs> when if you and if you 
And if you get yeah. shot yeah. with one of those one of those cult out. peacemakers in the chest, no way you're, you're not gonna clutch your chest. Like, you're gonna drop to the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm bleeding. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Not enough stabbings in westerns, in my opinion. But <laughs> need more stabbings. We need more stabbings. Yeah, there's almost more tomahawk deaths. I hadn't thought about stabbings. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for the, sure. That's a good thing about uh, the Magnificent Seven. You know, one of the seven. That's what he does. He's the throwing knives. Oh, here. so I didn't get a. That was one of the ones that was on my list to watch, and I didn't get around to it. Oh yeah. So, well, both of them do, but I like the original better. You'll are, you talking, are you talking about the classic one or the remake, uh, Brett? Well, isn't uh, Eli Wallach in the Magnificent Seven or my fantasy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I have to add that to my rewatch list as well. He leads in the Magnificent Seven. So you know I have to good. look. Yeah, he's in the Magnificent Seven. I need to. I need. Yeah. The the um, the original one's really good. But um, uh, well, well, I I have I have things about the Magnificent Seven uh coming up for my list here too. So we'll we'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, Kyle, it's your turn for your. Oh yeah, did Brett? Yeah, Brett. Um, we're on because we're we're on to our second heads now. We're we're just getting through our second heads. Like this is our. This is gonna be on yeah, track for our longest of, podcast uh, episode yet. Duplicate. Because we're only ones. going through it. We're only well, gone through it. We a all just head. love westerns, pilgrims, pilgrims, <laughs> partner. But uh, yeah. Brett, did we get to your second head? Yeah, Unforgiven. Okay, my bad. I just wanted to look out for you, buddy. <laughs> I have a knack uh, for the for. You guys, I don't know if you guys have listened well, shoot, to any of our episodes, but I have a knack of skipping people on accident. Oh my goodness. So I like to laugh. I like to laugh a lot. Turn, I like Kyle. to crack jokes. So naturally, I had to put Blazing Saddles on my list. <laughs> <laughs> the good old movie where they where a corrupt politician appoints a black sheriff who promptly becomes his formidable adversary. And my favorite part of that this movie is Gene Mother fucking wilder is in it who is probably my favorite comedian of all time my favorite scene of him is when uh they're sitting in the jail cell and uh he goes yeah look at look at my hand and he holds it up and steady as hell. Like, yeah that's a real steady hand he's like yeah but he holds up his other hand and it's shaking all over the place he goes this is shooting man <laughs> Oh man, dude! We could have a Mel Brooks night one of these nights. Nice, That's another one nice. I haven't seen. I guess I need to add that to my list. Uh, I just basically goofy movie, the the fart scene with the beans, or oh, for sure. the the end scene where they build uh, the fake town. That's just the Hollywood set to mess with them, and then they had the big shootout where they're just fighting through different Hollywood sets. Oh, it really is, and. Ah. Yeah, if you've never seen it when you first <laughs> watched like it, a good like, movie. how did they make this? And this <laughs> would never get made today, ever. You're absolutely <laughs> right. There's definitely jokes where you're like, how did they get away with this? <laughs> and you're and like, the look around like, well, I've heard- what did they say? The new sheriff is near. 
Yeah, one time I was in line at a Casey's and like one person just made a Blazing Saddles reference and everyone in line started referencing Blazing Saddles <laughs> references. I should have gotten some phone numbers that day. I could have made some new friends that I've been on this stupid podcast. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can say it. I'm the co-host. That's funny. Hey now. Hey now. Well, I was saying whatever the fuck I wanted before. Right, of course. Let's be real. Here. God, you appoint a guy a co-host and he thinks he can say whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's true. That's true. That's why. It's true. It's true. I got. Alrighty. Um, my so now pick, we're going up to uh, back to the top of our list. I don't know if uh, you call it a movie uh, or not. Uh, your third uh, hit. Lonesome Dove. Oh, that my is, goodness. I think, I'm going to rewatch this so bad for my Western picks, but uh, one, it's so damn long. Because you're right, it's like four different movies or four episodes that yep. are all movie length. And mm-hmm. I, the only reason I didn't put it on my list because it had been so long since I've seen it, I knew I wouldn't really know what I was talking about if I put it on there. And I just did not have the time to rewatch it. Lonesome Dove, you know, well, like Cowboys is the cattle drive. So tell me a little about two this, old, retired I've never seen Texas it. Rangers played by Robert Duvall and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. So I don't think you can get much more Western than that. And, you know, just builds up all the way through the cattle drive and everything that they go through. And then Robert Duvall, uh, I guess, do you want, can I reveal spoilers? Go ahead. Nick or no? Yeah, it only came out like 25 years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. But these, 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 these films, the, all these films that we talk about have been out for long right, enough so, that so Robert Duvall he ends up dying in Montana, so and Tommy Lee Jones. That's okay. It's takes not my, it's him my back, fault. carries him back all the way from Montana back to Southern Texas to bury him. So, you know, it's a great, it's a great Western story. It's a great story of of friendship. And the book Lonesome Dove by Larry McMurdy. It's probably my favorite book I've ever read. But I just think it needs to be up there. Because you, you guys know, obviously Tommy and Robert Duvall <laughs> that can't get much more Western than that. Yeah. Well, Brett's a school teacher and I'm a school so, teacher. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so we kind of have to be. I used to despise that movie. We kind of have to be I actually had to watch point. it on TV when it came out as a miniseries, <laughs> and didn't obviously wasn't really into westerns and you know oh this is a cool story you know it was just some dumb show i had to watch so i definitely need to re-watch that now with a different you know outlook on stuff but yeah i used to hate that movie my folks <laughs> used to watch it every new year's it was just their tradition they'd sit down and they'd pop in lonesome dove until uh until they just couldn't watch anymore because they're old <laughs> I don't even know if they made it to midnight, but you know what? That was their tradition. One scene in the movie always sticks out is uh, the scene where uh, he's taking a nap, and then like he wakes up and he sees a vulture just what? like poke straight through his buddy's cats to uh, you know eat his dead body, and he just starts freaking out. That's mm-hmm. raved in my mind. Mm. Open range, huh. open range. Yeah. Isn't there another? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. Drive Kevin movie Costner. with uh, Robert Duvall in it. I was like, open range. Yes, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what, it I, was, that's, yeah, that's what I thought you were originally talking about. But I'm like, no, probably. that was that's yeah. too. When you said 25 years ago, I'm like, 
No, that's too modern. Back so. when they used to have good made-for-TV movies. Yeah. Awesome. That's a good. Uh, yeah, but since yeah, I'll, I yeah, that's uh, that qualifies. Definitely qualifies uh, for the list. Okay, this one's. Um. Okay. So I'm uh, surprised Jared, no one your, else. Had your this third yet, head. But uh, my next one is Tombstone. Um, Kevin Costner's in that, isn't he? Uh, no, that's Wyatt Earp, the other Wyatt Earp movie that people try to say is better than Tombstone. Um, uh, really quick, Jared, uh, our friend, good friend from Twitter, Ted Flynn, oh uh, oh wanted boy. me to tell you that Dennis Quaid is a better, um, is a better Doc Holliday than, yeah. uh, Dennis Quaid um, is not better than Kurt Russell at anything. He said so. he was being he said he was just being an <laughs> asshole, but I will say Dennis Quaid right, right. Dennis I, Quaid I would, looked like I would he had say, tuberculosis. I would, I would agree. I'm not I am <laughs> not a big Dennis Quaid fan. But the but character of Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer blew that out of the water. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and there's so many quotes in that movie, it's on you know, it's unreal. And oh, for sure, for sure. To think it was only nominated um, for two MTV Movie Awards is downright a travesty. <laughs> I said the laugh it's an MTV Movie Award. <laughs> like, not I was looking those up. I'm like, is that a real thing? But I guess it is. So, so this, so this, um, this is another one of those films where I rented this rented, uh to watch it for for the list and i enjoyed the movie a lot i i i I definitely enjoyed the movie it's not a bad movie at all for me i just couldn't justify putting on my list i i just it for some for some reason it it just it didn't it didn't hit my fancy in certain ways um i i didn't like i i especially didn't like how it ended with dancing. with him and the woman in the snow in the snow and they're dancing around. How I, I didn't like that ending. I just I didn't care for it. It is kind of a weird ending. I will, I will give you that. But did you happen to catch uh, Fat Billy Bob Thornton in the beginning of it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I Johnny did. Tyler. I did. I was like, I had to I rewind. I'm like, you is that? <laughs> is that Billy Bob Thornton? And I rewound it. I'm like, holy that... shit, it is. Oh yeah. yeah. I got Tombstone at number six. It just missed. That's a good impre- that's a good impression. I'm impressed by that. That was good. I haven't seen it in so damn long. I know it's one of the okay corral ones. Mm-hmm. That that scene was very good and very well done, I think. Uh, I would say. Uh, oh, yeah. Compared to a, like a lot of the OK Corral movies. Have you guys ever been to the uh, OK Corral? Definitely better than um, oh, I wider. Have. Definitely better. Oh, dude, we used to take vacations out west okay. all the time growing up. And no. naturally, we had to go visit the old OK Corral. So in the old family vacation book, they, like, there's a picture of my sister and I there. She doesn't look very happy, but. <laughs> all right. It, it, it's a corral. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> she she just wasn't. It. I would like to dedicate my entire list to my sister because stoked. she hates westerns. <laughs> it had the exact opposite effect of her, where she ended up really hating them, and I really liked them. <laughs> uh, 
Gotcha. <laughs> all right, I will have to abstain from my third head because all mine have been set already. Uh, well, Butch Cassidy well, and the Sundance Kid, 1969. That's okay. To me, this is almost uh, like... So, Kyle, uh, your third almost head. Almost kind of like a buddy... I would say buddy cop, but obviously you guys know it, it, it's they're outlaws. But it's a good just buddy movie of two guys who rob trains, and you know, obviously one goes bad, and they ended up just having to flee from these guys that can't get off their trail, so they decided to go to uh, Bolivia. What really does it to me is just the dynamic between the two, because it's uh, Paul Newman and uh, Robert Redford. And they just got solid one-liners uh, just back and forth. Probably one of the best ones is uh, Robert Redford as a Sundance Kid. He pokes his uh, hat out after Paul Newman just goes, I think it's just one guy. What do you think? And he just holds his hat out, and it just gets shot a million times. He drops <laughs> his hat, and he just looks at Butch. And he just goes, man, don't you hate being right all the time? <laughs> Uh, I, if you have not seen this movie, I would recommend it. It's pretty goofy. And the <laughs> ending, you know that uh, that meme of Emperor's New Groove with Pacha doing like the "This is the best shit ever." <laughs> oh, that's how I feel about that end. It is such just a good ending. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'll add this one to my list because I haven't seen this one either. I I feel like I I feel like I'm the I'm I'm the, un, yeah, the one that's under, I'm, the, I'm in the same under, boat. I've, it's the like most I've probably watched the same twenty one. Like, I thought I've seen a lot of westerns. Twenty five westerns over and over and missed out on some you know classics, but I'm writing them down. So well for me, like uh, you know, we just had westerns on all the time. Like we had uh, we had like satellite TV right when it became a thing. And one of the things was like uh, was a TMC westerns or some crap like that. Yeah, and we. Yeah, so we just had westerns on all the time. So there's a lot I've actually seen, but I like I couldn't tell which, you the title. Which is still a channel. I've just seen a lot. But uh, hey, you know, earlier we were talking about the good, the bad, the ugly, which brings me to a topic. Gotcha. What are some bad westerns you guys all right. have seen? Oh. I don't so for this go ahead go ahead no you go ahead cool. uh, for this question I there's I a just there's a couple I got to thinking back uh, on all the really old ones that I had to watch because my dad loved watching like the early John Wayne ones that are just I mean they're like B quality movies you know so I didn't count those um, just for the fact that the low budgetness of them but uh, the worst western I've ever seen is 2011's Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> what an absolute shit show of a movie. I remember and wanting to see that movie in theaters and then I did too. I did. It had go ahead. It it has everything. I mean, just looking at it from okay, Cowboys, Aliens, Harrison Ford, James Bond guy, I don't remember his name. Uh Elizabeth or what's the chick's name? Olivia Wilde. I mean, you'd think that would be a good movie, but it just wasn't. And even just the concept of a bunch of like old timey Western folks taking on some aliens, hey, that could be a good movie. Yeah. It wasn't. Mm hmm. Well, the, so Cowboys and Aliens is actually a graphic novel, um, kind of like The Walking Dead is. And it, it's a very good graphic novel that I've, that I've read. 
Um, it's excellent, good, excellent stuff. But it's it's one of those like it's one of those it's like trying to mm-hmm. adapt. Like we go we go into adapting source material, and it's trying to adapt yeah. all that source material into a two-hour movie. And it was just the worst concept. I just think that trying to they trying really to adapt to a two hour movie. It either needed to be like, a mini series have cool or a long term series, not a Cowboys movie. and Aliens movie that has Harrison Ford in it. <laughs> I, I just, you can't just keep have... going back to that. Harrison Ford's in it. Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> because that was but the that aliens was were just terrible. Me. I I was gonna say for my bad western. It was one I watched Agreed. recently. The aliens are pretty bad because I found a uh, a value pack at the Dollar General of all <laughs> four movies in this series, and the last one happens to be a western. I'm talking about Tremors for the Legend Begins. <laughs> how, how dare you? No Tremors slander. Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> I, 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 oh my oh, god! Hey, we all admit they're like. Awfully awesome. Agree, agreed. Yeah, I think we can all agree agreed. with that. And we you can can't all agree slander that the first tremors. Movie is really good. Uh, the fourth one, I mean, I would rewatch it again on the principle that it is just really bad. Yeah. But God, it is so fucking bad. <laughs> Have it, you seen the ones with Jamie Kennedy in them? Because you fucking bad. <laughs> No, I haven't seen those. Oh, they're all on Netflix, I think, or they were. Oh, they're. Those are worst. They're terrible. <laughs> they're on. They're all on Netflix because during quarantine, <laughs> I I did a binge watch of them it's all. It's sad that they couldn't get. Kevin I, I regret stopping at. Oh, I mean, yeah, I regret not stopping at life. three. Kevin, come home, please. They were. So so they no were supposed shit. to do oh, like a. Be- uh, they were supposed to do like a sci-fi series uh, with Kevin Bacon coming back and reprising his role. Uh, hey, go ahead. Yeah, and tweet yeah it. like there, there's a trailer and everything. I'll I'll send it to you. I'll I'll, I'll send it to you over Twitter. Twitter uh, after the after we're done here. I mean, what uh, the hell because, does he have going on right yeah, now? Yeah, I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it out on 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 our podcast uh, on our podcast uh, um, Twitter. Um, well, it, it wasn't that they. That he couldn't be in it. It was that sci-fi didn't think that Tremors was relevant anymore, so they 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 decided not to agree on the project anymore. That's awesome. But then, but they. I mean, let's be honest. The sci-fi network hasn't always been smart with what shows they quit making. Firefly. (laughs) Whatever. Now that is a space western. Are Are you saying we don't need more Sharknado? Oh, mm-hmm. I think we're good. Sharknado seventeen is probably all we ha- we can handle. Yes. <laughs> God, I only watched like I think I watched all the first one. Sharknado it took me, like, seventeen. Two tries, this time, I tried the sharks it the first are time. I was like, intelligent. This is fucking stupid. It's not even my kind of like. Oh, this is stupid. I'm like, no, this is dumb as hell. Yeah, we used to uh, uh, we used to do like a stupid sci-fi night where we'd find like the worst sci-fi movie and just get drunk and watch it you ever watch piranaconda uh yes i have <laughs> it's i like the song piranaconda. it's so bad oh what was the snake there was like a snake island one or something we watched once it was so awesome it had the guy from blue lagoon like uh yeah uh what the heck's that guy's name 
I'll never think of it, but anyways. It's like Escape from Snake Island. Oh, or really? It's awesome. Not a Western, though. Well, going back to Westerns, uh, my other, like, really bad one I wanted to bring up, I didn't even watch the entire thing. I just remember it um, being on a couple times my, and me, like, so, looking at my mom, like, fucking really? What is this? <laughs> it's, it is the musical Western Calamity Jane. And it never failed. Every time I came into the room, it'd be the same song that's on, and it's about her going to Chicago. And, like, the song is just like, I took a good trip to the Windy City. The Windy City is my pretty, but I ain't got what we got. It's so bad. I thought... <laughs> I haven't seen Paint Your Wagon. Kyle, you said... Kyle, I haven't either. Kyle, when you said Western Musical... I thought you were going to say paint your wagon. I was about to I'm not you. saying that it can't work. I'm just saying Calamity Jane is oh, dog shit. Paint your wagon. <laughs> you lost me at long. musical. Oh, such a good movie. <laughs> um, so my worst, we- my worst Western is, is one a million of two. Ways it's either to die in the West, 2013's uh, The Lone Ranger or oh. A Million Ways to Die in yeah. the West. I'm not there are some that. pretty funny parts on that though. Yes, it's basically Family Guy. Yeah. It's basically Family Guy in the in the Wild West. Yeah. There there are some there are some ah. old moments, but for the most part, it's a pretty bad movie. Uh, and the Lone Ranger yeah, I've never even bothered is... to pick that one up. It's mine. It, it, it could have been Mine's so Lone, good, but it was that just movie, not great. That movie is terrible. I don't know why they thought Johnny Depp should play Tonto. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not right. missing anything. It's horrendous. What you're oh, talking about now. And quit giving Johnny Depp roles, okay? Get 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 an, Does anybody get love an actual native hats, to like play Johnny Tonto. Depp loves to wear weird hats. Like <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I don't think Such so. A weird I think guy, he, I, you every he picture you see the, him, he's uh, got Pirates he's got movies. some sort of the first odd one hat or two. On. Yeah, and after after the third one, it just needed to stop. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would. The yeah. Yep. You yep. You got to stop it. It comes in threes. The rule three: don't don't go past three unless. Unless you right, know you so got this one, something. I wanted to throw like a modern neo western on there. Okay, we're really gonna move into ones, our fourth hit. I think No Country for Old Men, I think, is the best western released in the last twenty years. Yeah, um, and I will fight you if you say that is not a western because that is one hundred percent a western movie. I will raise you and say uh-huh. that is two hundred percent a western. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, mean, just no, it's, I haven't seen it's, it. It's definitely so, western. Let me tell you what you in a lot of ways, it's like Unforgiven. You know, there's really uh, not a good guy. I guess Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones shows up twice on my Mount Rushmore. But, you know, I guess ahead, he, he's the only good guy, but he really doesn't do much in the movie. <laughs> um, and then Javier Bardem, the, whatever the bad guy's name is, he is just creepy good. Creepy good. Is that the movie where he has, like, the weird haircut? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he yeah, uses the uh, he uses the the bolt gun that they use in a in a cattle slaughterhouses to kill. Oh, people. really? Ooh, that sounds Pretty. brutal. Oh, it is brutal. Yeah. 
Yep. It's a it's a brutal movie. He's got, you know, Coen Brothers. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great that's a great pick, uh, Brett. I love that pick. Okay, Jared, on your, go ahead and wait. Oh yeah, Coen Brothers. Oh, speaking of Coen Brothers, I have I've got that the two of. So I've got two. When we get to our honorable mentions, uh, Coen Brother movie is actually one oh, of my. Oh, so actually, I think all mine have been on, named. So it's one of my honorable just, mentions. I'll we'll just throw out one that didn't make my top four, uh, but Jared, I have to watch it every time it's on. Uh, Rio Bravo, another John Wayne flick. Good pick. Not not an all time you know top five type movie, but one that's definitely like grab some whiskey and watch Ooh, it on Saturday yep, night yep. every time it's on. Grab a whiskey. My favorite thing about Rio Bravo. Is that El Dorado is the exact same movie? Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, exactly the same movie. Just they switched out. You know, uh, Mitchum's in one, and James Conn, and then yeah, then the other ones, Dean Martin and Ricky Nelson. They just yep switched them out. So Awesome. <laughs> okay, and all that. mine have been said. Um, so I'm <laughs> gonna like abstain to from my my third. Uh, I'm gonna say from like my to fourth head. Mom, Kyle, and uh, Satan, of course. Yes, you're my fourth head. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of the ones that I'm gonna go ahead and just jump to my honor. Are, are we all good with this going to honorable mention at this point? <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. So my honorable mention I wanted to bring up was uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah, I think so, because I have, uh, I have nothing, film. nothing left. Uh, kind of goes along that same thing of the good, the bad, the ugly, where, you know, there's a good, there's a bad, there's an ugly. And they are, oh, what are they doing in this damn movie? So essentially, this man marries this woman from New Orleans. She comes all the way out to uh, the West to be with her husband. And she arrives, and her new husband and her new family have been shot to death. And the entire movie, you're just trying to figure out why they've been shot to death. And uh, you run along this hero by the, goes by harmonica. He plays a harmonica. It's very place is very eerie tune that I'm not going to try to replicate. Rep, replicate. And oh, just a good time. I don't want to spoil anything. Have you guys seen this one? I have not. No. I have. That was, that, that's my number five. Once Upon a Time West is my number five. Hell yeah, Brett. So, uh, yeah, no, I have yeah. not. My, I think my Henry favorite. Fond is playing the bad guy. That never happens. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but uh, I honestly, what I think I really liked about this, it goes just that Serge Leone uh, talent for making Westerns just with a like, good musical score. But I just think the good, the bad, the ugly did it better. So that's the one that actually made my list. Gotcha. Uh, so going back to my honorable mention, uh, I mentioned that the Coen brothers uh, did this film. This one is actually a Netflix film, uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Um, this one is actually a uh, um, an anthology film. Uh, uh, it tells, it tells uh, four different stories across the Old West, and 
it's a it's a very good film. Um, uh, it's a little long, and the last anthology story is a little drug out, but I I enjoy the hell out of this movie. Um, uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest okay. watching it. Uh, I won't I won't spoil this one because it's a very good it's a very good film. Lots of twists in every single anthology. All right, so with all our picks having said, um, we are going to move on to our final segment called The Final Rush. And this is where we come together and we all make a decision on what goes on the final final mountain monument for the podcast. So, gentlemen, what's in The Final Rush? I'm I'm okay with it, but I think Fistful of Dollars is the best of that trilogy. Well, let's but go ahead and okay with that one. The, uh, this is, let's go ahead and say the Dollars Trilogy. I'm good with that. Okay, I could do that. Awesome. Yeah, we'll say the whole Dollars Trilogy goes on the mountain. Uh, okay, so the uh, second head, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the Searchers. Yeah. It was on three of our lists. Yeah. Um, might Can as well I suggest a, another cheat for this one? What if we just said... John Wayne movies, period. <laughs> I mean, that that's probably a, a good indication since we talked about I mean, him for pretty much, you know, most of this podcast that just John Wayne. Uh, so we'll just put John, oh, we'll I just said put John, John Wayne, Wayne movies as, as, as our second I daughter. <laughs> period. Gotcha. All right, um, third head. So I'm stumped too because this is where we started. Anybody have any uh, suggestions? Oh, Tremors four. Yes, definitely Tremors four. I think I think we put no. Once Upon a Time in the West up there. No. Two of us had it on there. I guess two of you haven't watched it, so. Yeah. However, I, but it I'd be was okay with that. It's on, it's on, two, it's on two of the lists. I'd, I'd be okay with that. What if we put? Uh, oh, right. What about Dances with Wolves? I mean, that's probably has the most Oscars of any of the movies that we've talked about. Boom. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Dances with the Wolves, is the third head. And then wait, I'm hold on, go hold on. Before we before we get the fourth uh, one, I, did, I just oh, want to no, throw wait, this movie out there. Sorry, I completely I forgot I to bring it up, but I had to do a Twitter poll the other day to see if it was considered a western. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson. I don't know. Great movie, uh, yeah. but I wasn't sure if that was going to be a oh, western. Yeah. Or not, but Twitter said yes, so yeah, probably not That's a, a not Rushmore pick, but yep. yeah. I've, that's a that was one of my honorable. I voted I voted yes movie. on that poll. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you get the bear. Sometimes the bear gets you. Excellent movie. <laughs> um, Shit, dude! Can we just cast you guys in our own western? Uh-huh. And make our own. <laughs> An elk don't know how many feet a horse have. Um, let's do it. Uh what about for fourth at uh, Blazing Saddles? <laughs> Yeah, I think that one could be on uh, I, Mount Rushmore. I, I don't disagree with that one. Two categories, westerns and, and comedies. Else? So, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, we got to have something funny on here. Everyone likes to laugh. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Nope, I'm okay with that. That was uh, of course. That's of course. in my on my uh, bracket on my spreadsheet is in the next of line <laughs> category. You said bracket. Release the bracket. Awesome. Do you want to? So before before we go into before we go into the um before we get into the our ending of the podcast here, Brett, you kind of want to go over your 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 spreadsheet here for us and tell you yeah well like like I broke my Mount Rushmore into categories. I had John Wayne movie. Because you have to have a John Wayne movie, a Clint Eastwood movie, of and then I had like an epic, like an epic western, and then I had modern, and so The Searchers, Unforgiven, Lonesome Dove, No Country for Old Men, and then I had the next in line, and there's like I don't know twenty movies on there. Then I have the have to watch, as in every time it's on, you have to watch it, and then I had the good movies, but then I also had then I had my bad movies category for uh, the worst western. I think in the end, I ended up with, let's see, how many did I, uh, awesome, I ended up with something awesome. like 55 different movies on my list. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow, that's amazing. All right. All right, our Kyle, Mount what is our Westerns final Mount Rushmore for Westerns? Trilogy, John Wayne movies, period. Dances with Wolves, Blazing Saddles, and Just to Piss Nick Off. In the horizon, there's Star Wars. <laughs> All right. I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode of, of A Monumental Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and be looking out for our next episode coming out in the near future. Um, we're going to try and go back to a weekly schedule, but we can't promise you anything just yet. We're going to try and get that figured out. Um, if you have a suggestion on what topic, we should do next. Feel free to DM us at our brand new Twitter account at a monument the pod on Twitter. Give us a follow there and be sure to share this podcast uh, with your friends. If you enjoyed it, Uh shout out goes to, as always goes to Kiwi soda pop who made the artwork cover for the show. You can find them at fiber.com. The link is in the description. If you want to share your uh, greatest Westerns of all time, uh, be sure to add us at Twitter and give it's us like your list. And maybe you'll be featured in the next episode. Thanks again for listening and have a monumental week.